I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Beauty is pain, sister. Sorry. I know I sing everything. (laughs) I just really want to sing everything. Okay, so is this is this our podcast really to launch your music career? (laughs) Listen, if anybody gives me a singing contract, I have serious concerns for you, (laughs) and I'm already going to know it's bogus. (laughs) I'm literally the worst singer that's ever walked the planet. Um, so we're going to talk about beauty, and it's uh. But in a pain element. Right. This is not a repeat of Venica's episode. Right. And so um, we're all about some beauty. But um, one day, Anne Line and I were, she is, she's over in Denmark. She's a good friend of ours. And I made a comment on these amazing boots she was wearing. Um, We'll put a picture up and everything. But I said, oh my gosh, that's like, that's, those are, those are super hot and bad. Why? And she's like. And my feet are killing me. <laughs> and I want to die a little bit right now. <laughs> and so she and I got into this really long, like, just thread where she and I went, I mean, we probably went for an hour and a half, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, just hitting all the things. And she's like, you guys should really do a beauty is pain. I'm like, yes. Totally you're, should. You're a miracle. And so she, when her suggesting this. And you're then, a miracle. You are a miracle. <laughs> she is a miracle. Mind. I love her. Um, <laughs> but, but so not only just because she listens to the podcast and gives us a lot of feedback and everything, um, Anne Line is a medical student. So she's got a little bit different of a perspective. She's a woman. She's a medical student. She's beautiful. She's a feminist. She's all of these things. And so I thought, this is really cool. Come, like, It kind of made it extra special, I think, in a, in a way. And and it made sense. It was something I felt like we really need to talk about. So I said to Ren, hey, so Anne Line and I were talking. We're like, beauty is pain. She's like, yeah. So you were in it. And so a um, little background. In Denmark, apparently, you become like a general physician once you graduate from medical school. And then you go on to get like your specialty. And Anne Line would like to be an anesthesiologist or an abdominal surgeon. Cool. So she doesn't want to just do any, just little things. Of course, she's going big. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so... um Thank you, Anne Line, for this recommendation. I think it's great, and yes. um, we're pretty excited about this. Well, I did when um, Katrina was telling me about this episode. I wanted to look up how to say thank you in Danish, which is mangatak. So thanks a lot. Good job. Mangatak. You want to say it? <laughs> I, no. No. It's gonna. I'm going to mangle it and be rude about it, so I don't want to do that. Should we invite Mitchie to try to say it, or is Mangatak. that a lost cause? Yeah. No. He's just shaking he's, his head he's now. He's going to not think. Just um, it's good. He barely speaks English, so... <laughs> Dutch a day. I really hate the Dutch. <laughs> what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, are you quoting Austin Powers? Are you quoting his father? Or, no, I mean, uh, what's I his... love the Dutch. The Dutch are wonderful people. Well, we, we like them. Yeah. So, I, don't I, know. I don't want to bastardize their relation or their language. God, God see, why do I even you're right. That's what I'm saying. You can't you're even right. speak English. You it's can't too speak... high of a bar today. It's too much. It's You can't even speak English. Turn your mic back off. You're not going to say thank you in Danish. You know what I was trying to say. I don't want to ruin the language. We do. I will. We understand. I also looked up um, like funny Danish expressions, and I found one I'm going to use for the rest of my life, I think. So instead of saying Jesus Christ, when they're exclaiming about something, they say gentle Moses. And I think <laughs> I'm just going to say gentle Moses, Mitchell. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Actually, and, and everybody here in East Tennessee wouldn't be quite as offended. Right? No. I mean. I would like to thank the Dutch for Legos. Oh, did they invent Legos? Good job. I mean, 
Oh, another man. another thing to thank Anne for. I guess <laughs> she didn't invent Legos that I know. You don't of. know. She's a miracle. <laughs> She's a miracle. But I think Legos existed before she was born. I mean, that's a possibility. It's, I guess it's definite. I think it's an actual fact. <laughs> I'm gonna thank her for it anyway. Anyway, we thank you for Legos. <laughs> she's, she's gonna she's gonna kill us for this because so she did tell me in our thread at one point something we had said on the podcast she was listening to. She was on the train and she laughed like out loud and she looked like a crazy person and I, I really appreciated that so sorry if we did it again don't listen to us on the train today and like um okay so this concept beauty is pain we did a poll right do you want we to talk about our poll because so I think we all have a little bit of a different concept on it so the question we asked was um do you agree with the concept that beauty is pain said yes, 70% said no, which Hmm. I find fascinating. I'd also like to know the demographic of said uh, poll takers. Well, we had a few less respondents than usual. There were 10 people. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, so you come down on the yes side, correct? Yes. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, and so like for me, like not- Let's preface this by saying you and I like- we don't wear heels or makeup unless we're, <laughs> exactly. we must. <laughs> yeah. So we're kind of talking about this in a more um, general manner and what we do to ourselves in the name of beauty. Yeah. You and I happen to not do most of these. I actually do some of them. Every, I um, think most women we do We mostly some of them. do. And so, and I think we wanted to talk about kind of just why and for whom and all of that is kind of what we want yeah. to talk about today. And so for me, it kind of is, yes, Um Doobie had written something and she kind of went into a little bit more of an existential answer. And it, that is kind of, I mean, what she said is, is really kind of how I feel. Um, but we wanted to dig in. And so where I don't think these things make me beautiful for someone else. And like we talked about in Venica's beauty, when I do these things for myself, I don't do them for other people. So it's a little bit different for me, but the physical, things that we do for beauty, like wear heels. You know what? Anne wanted to look bad and she did. And those heels are amazing. Yeah. And she did that because she's five foot one and wanted to be five foot four, you know, <laughs> for once. And yeah. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. But she did suffer physical pain afterwards. And right. I told her, you know what? That's what ice is for. Right. <laughs> you rock the bad Why? look. Yeah. And you can ice them puppies later. Right. And and you know what I mean? And so where you and I don't do it a lot, we as a, even as a, not just women, men do it too. So we like to talk about all of this. We're really worried about like what we look like and then the, what we do to achieve our beauty standards. Yeah. So, so I feel, I don't know that we feel differently about it, but my answer, somehow we answer differently. So my answer would be no. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that... I think beauty means two things here. So there's the beauty that we like are encouraged by society to strive for. Mm -hmm. And then there's beauty in its real form, which is completely subjective, right? Yeah. And so, exude. Which did you say, which I exude? Yes. Me personally? Yes. Thanks, man. You too. Thanks. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) But I was, um, it's funny because Shane and I were having a conversation last night and he, Shane always calls me cute. And I hate th- that 
Mm-mm. Well, so that here's would annoy the thing. me. Here's right. Well, here's the. Th- so you can call. Me, don't look at me, Mitchell. You could call me cute. I wouldn't really care, honestly. I don't so care what you call me. <laughs> that's the deal, though, right? My husband's so, better say I'm damn dead set gorgeous. So especially this, when I look like. Why? <laughs> this is the conversation that we were having. So to me, words. I I care a lot more about words and what they actually mean than Shane does. Right. And so I was like, you know, you you never say you look beautiful. You never say you look sexy. And I was like, you can tell, like, Francis is cute. That's like, right. And yeah. he was like, I would never say a dog or a kid is cute. That's so gross and weird. I'm like, this yeah. is my face. <laughs> Thanks, Mitchell Mitch. has a face like, what the hell? Um, I so, feel like we should buy uh, Shane a dictionary. Right. So all, so this is a ridiculous conversation that was had, but um, but my point is to disc- is to illustrate that like these <laughs> these things are really subjective. The words we use and what people think. Well, that's is all beautiful. a construct, as always. Well, and the people that I have been with have always kind of preferred me when I'm not wearing a bunch of makeup. But what society says is, hey, you look better when you're wearing a bunch of makeup. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel- Or at least we think society. I don't know. Does society actually- Or is that what is helpful what, for selling magazines? Right. Right. And so, and you know, we've talked to, there's nothing wrong with doing whatever it is that makes you feel beautiful. And sometimes I do feel more confident and pretty when I'm in, I got this one pair of heels that are like- embroidered with flowers that I always feel like super fancy and pretty when I wear. Yeah. Remember the shoes from my wedding? Yes. So I, like they're amazing. Right? I bought these little, now like I max out at a two inch heel, right? Like, yeah, I max out on uh, a zero inch heel at this point in my life. And if I have to wear something, I want to die a little bit. Right. Like right now my converse are lifting me a little too high <laughs> for my own good. For my wedding, I had these really fancy shoes that I wore for the ceremony and then I changed into my Converse. Yep. Right. Because and they, they were did. like a kitten heel. They were. They, well, I mean, I don't I even know don't. if they were. I mean, I don't even know if they were. I mean, they might have been an inch. No, they were two. My were they were, were two. Were they inches. two? Oh, okay. Oh, believe me, I knew how. To, uh, <laughs> I, I know you definitely know, but it didn't. They were definitely not very high. Right. Well, and I know people who walk around in much higher heels and wear them all day long, yep. and that's not my life. Nope. And, but if it's yours, good for you. I'm super happy for you. But I think. So I, I think. And Doobie kind of said it best. I'm going to read the end of her comment here. Um, So while society's definition of beauty has the potential to bring you pain, maybe part of growing up is realizing you can mold your own definition of it into something that doesn't bring you as much pain, kind of like taking back the definition of feminism. Boom, Doobie. Boom, Boom. Doobie. And that is, I think, where I feel like I think beauty is really subjective, and what we need to do is find beauty um, in our own way. Yes. Right. And if that means heels, bomb. Do it. That's for you. Do you. But I think what we need to do is realize that a lot of these things, and we'll talk about why we do the things we do, mm-hmm. um, are maybe for someone else and not for us. And maybe that's right. what we and need to do. And that's okay. At. And that's all okay. So is this, a, this is not new. Right. And you and I do sacrifice. We, we do do the painful beauty things. Yes. Absolutely. And we're going to, so we'll go through kind of some of the really big, like the general ones. I mean, yes. there's there's a million things we do for beauty and whatever, but we'll go, we'll hit like kind of the main ones for a little bit, but. But it wouldn't be an episode of that other F word if I didn't have a list of some sort of data or history. Data and history. We got to dig in. <laughs> we always got to dig in to why. The, right. The whys, the hows, the who's, the, when well, did it start? And this is, this I think is to say that this has been going on 
for like as long as people almost. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) uh, I mean, it has. Yeah. So this is not a new idea. And I got this list from a website called Healthy Way. So these are just some examples of through the ages, um, how people have been doing the same kind of junk we're doing now. Um, so but, in the, but worse. But worse, actually. <laughs> Although maybe in the future maybe people not. will look back on us oh, and be like, what were What kind of torture devices? Yeah. So in the Middle Ages, to look pale, women bled themselves with leeches. Perfect. If you don't have blood, you'll be pale. That sounds amazing. It does. And remember, so paleness was a sign of opulence. Right. I wouldn't okay. have even needed them. Yeah, no. <laughs> in all fairness, back in the day, they used leeches for literally everything. They did. But and I mean, bloodletting. Sure. But one of them was for beauty purposes. So I had never, I had heard of them using leeches a lot for medical purposes. I had never heard of it as like a, like a beauty yeah. <laughs> cover girl type situation. <laughs> <laughs> Old school cover girl is leeches. Yeah. Okay. So Ren, you had been good. I would have been set. Yep. Um, you would have been, I would have le- been leeching it I up. I would have been leeching. Yes. Um, ancient Greek women would create unibrows out of goat's hair and tree sap. Well, I already have one. So, bam. I so, could, you would have been set. I would have been opulent. And I would have been after look at, the goat Okay, hair. look. We've already talked. Now, we're already in how it can be different. For different people. When you, where you are, when you are, what date, what That's era, right. what everything. We've just shown where in one era you would have been. And one I would have been. So right. and that's kind of fun that the first two are. And how hit. it's all cultural and subjective and not right. about any definitive truth. Yep. Because um, also unibrows, not highly regarded today. It's not my favorite <laughs> thing. You can see what I do about mine. <laughs> um, old school corsets, I think a lot of people are probably familiar with this, cause digestive issues. And in some specific cases, women would break their ribs. Fantastic. And more recent days, like women actually will remove their lower ribs to create a smaller waist. I'm not removing anything on purpose, by the way. I'm going to keep all of my ribs. I'm fine. I'll use them. They're there for a purpose. Um, So this was one that really like kind of surprised me, Um, but I guess it shouldn't have. Women in the Victorian era used poisons for like all kinds of stuff. Um, So they used lead, (laughs) they had lead in their makeup. Um, They bathed in arsenic. They ingested arsenic waivers to make their skin translucent. (laughs) Sounds cool. Uh, And they used ammonia to cleanse their faces. (laughs) That all sounds great. I mean, we still do. I mean, we still use poisons for all kinds of things like um, radiation and chemotherapy. Right. (laughs) So again, but we're not taking like poison wafers. No, but I mean, we're still like we still do some pretty. We can get, we'll get into this. We'll get into like basically, you know, like. Yes. But there, I, I, so once again, it's like right. with the leeches, there's a difference between like medical stuff to like keep you living and like vanity stuff, right? Right. This is vanity stuff. Um, but anyway. And here's still, one. We still do it. Yeah. Here's one that I think people are probably the most familiar with, but is truly horrifying to me. Um, but foot binding. So yeah. this was a practice in China for several hundred years. And it was a status symbol because so obviously women who were foot binding weren't like trekking it to the market. Right. They were able to stay home. And this was actually in persisting in some parts of China until the nineteen fifties. Right. So like a lot of people that we know were alive (laughs) when this is still going on. Which is bananas. That is bananas. Um it's it was. It was back then. You know, if you were fat and you were white and you had small feet and you had small hands and you had all those things, it was a sign of opulence. It just right. meant that you didn't work, and it meant y- you could stay home and eat bonbons, never go in the sun. By the way, I'm ready know. for this to make a comeback. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean I could, I could too make it work. I mean, 
<laughs> we'll have to be leeching my skin, but I mean. But it but would be worth it. It would be totally worth it. Um, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's just Maybelline. Maybe it's, maybe it's leeches. <laughs> oh, good grief. I love it. Um, okay, so you were talking, we were talking about the poison, you know, like Botox is so, poison. I mean. There we go. So we still are, in Boom. the name of vanity, we are using botulism, which, by the way, kills people. Um to get rid of wrinkles. Guess what occurs naturally when you live? Wrinkles. Right. Yeah, it's like a badge of honor, right? I love mine. I, mine mean I have lived a life that meant a lot of smiles, a lot of emotion. And right. I wouldn't change a single one of them. I, I mean, would I rather not have them? I mean, like maybe, but I'm not going to do anything drastic to get rid of them. Right. I mean, I'll put some lotion on and hope to like ease the brunt of them. But I'm not going to inject poison into me or go through a no. painful medical procedure to erase my life. But wait, wait, before we get any further, let's say, once again, we do are- Do it if you we want. Are a, you do you podcast. Yep. We are you do you feminists. And so we are not, please don't hear us beating up on people nope. who use Botox. I have lots of friends who do I, and they and they love it and they're not going to change it because I don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I that's fine with me. I, I wouldn't want you to. Um, I'm just personally proud of mine and I'm not going to use it. But so we still use, like po- essentially we use poisons. We use a toxin that can kill you to get rid of stuff in the name of vanity. Um, one of the things, okay, so we're going to kind of, we'll go through a couple of these. So hair removal. Okay. We talked about the unibrow. We talked about these things. Um, <laughs> so, you, okay. So when we're talking about beauty as pain, I am, let's say it, Rin's a delicate flower, right? <laughs> I don't love, I don't love the tweezy. I don't love the pain part of this. So I actually, I use those little, have you seen those little like scraper things? Yeah. It's like a razor. It's a little small a little razor. tiny razor. Yeah. That's what I use on my eyebrows. Okay. Hey, do you want to know what's sad? So my unibrow is so... Yeah, very, I don't really deal with a unibrow. It's very Frida. Um, and good for very her. Very Frida. She, I'm super proud of her for rocking that thing. Um, I have to pluck and do that little thing because I have so many freaking hairs. Yeah. It would, it, it's it's a it's a thing. I also like pluck it every single day to keep it. That's how bad. Like I will I will have new hairs emerge every day in my unibrow. Wow. Yes. Um, and it does not hurt because I've been doing it for right. 30 years. <laughs> this is one instance, again, where you and I are so on brand, right? And so, Rin yeah. can't handle it, so she uses a little, like, pink scraper to get and, the and I, eyebrows I, in order. And I remove you. them bodily daily. <laughs> um, it's fine. It's fine. Um, also, so, like, probably Frida was, like, too busy painting. Like, she, like, didn't have she the was, time. She's amazing. And she's like, who cares about my unibrow? Focus on other things, like the things I'm doing with life, right? right? Um, so, and, like, when did our normal body hair. So women have hair. We have the same hair guys have actually. Some of it's more pronounced than others. Sure. But we have it. We're a mammal. We have hair. When did it become abnormal or taboo to not to have these hairs? Like who thought for the first time, let me shave my armpit hair. Yeah. Like why couldn't we have just kept our armpit hair? So then of course a reemergence comes out some years ago where women were growing it and then dyeing it funky colors and everything. Yeah. Um and they had really like and they got a lot of really strong reactions. And it was like you you know women have hair, right? Yeah. And so Shane always says that to me when I get weird about like if I'm feeling like really self-conscious about body hair, he's always like now, now let's let's be clear. He doesn't. He's he doesn't not interested in me growing out any form of body hair. <laughs> but if I just like haven't shaved recently enough for my own right whatever, Reference. yeah, he's uh, he's always like, 
you know you're an animal, right? Yeah. Like you're like, going to have hair on your body and no one has the expectation that you right? don't. And like, so, you know, like for me, you and I versus each other, like, and then in like Anline, you guys are blonde. Mm-hmm. Your hair, even it's when different, it, ha- yeah. it happens, it happens less offensively. <laughs> Mine happens. Like my mustache and beard are going to look like Mitch's, except for they're going to be black, unlike his beautiful red. Okay. It's going to be there and you're going to see it and it's going to be in your face. It's a different deal. It's a very different situation. But when did it become not normal? So we shave, we wax, we do all these things. We spend all of this money. Okay. How many times have you cut yourself raising, uh, shaving with a razor? 750 million times, okay? There is not a single woman on this planet who has not raked the crap out of their leg, gotten razor burn, (laughs) gotten razor burn in places where we really don't want razor burn, even like up under our armpits, Yep, on our bikini lines. Yep. This is just from ra- from shaving. I keep why I want to say raising. It's like raising a barn. <laughs> like we're like it's like a, it's like a big thing. Like, Are you just making a new word? Using razors. Okay. So now, and we wax. Now, every once in a while, I will personally have I wax. I will wax my unibrow. So I've I've got to be. I've never waxed, and I don't know that I would. You sh- through it. don't. It's it's horrible. <laughs> okay. It also like I'll, I'll get my happy trail. Okay, like I'll get the places that are more just offensive to right. me and they're like a lot hairier of a, spe- a situation, right? Right. Um, and they're more sensitive to being shaved all the time. Like I don't want to shave them and I, have, I would have to shave them every day otherwise. So wax them. Um, you can get allergic reactions to waxing, pimples, infections, ingrown hairs. And if you go to places and they're not exercising good practices, you can actually get STIs. Whoa, I didn't because know that. Because remember, have you ever it's had downstairs. a... Downstairs. That's right. You're getting your wa- downstairs wax. This is male and female, by the way. Um, <laughs> How many men are getting their downstairs wax? They could be. I, I oh, know I'm plenty sure of men who do. have had Brazilians. And so I don't know if any... If, for any of you who don't know what a Brazilian wax is, they go right up the back. They go from your butt crack all the way to your coochie or your taint if you're a man. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe we should have warned people before this one. I love the visual. But it is. And so what if they're not using good practices? A hundred percent. And so imagine all of the things that can be transferred in that hot, beautiful wax that is just a cesspool of germs. Oh, yeah. I mean, because like germs love warm stuff. And the wax, remember, is not too hot to kill anything because it can't be too hot because it will burn you, which it also does also. It can cause bruising. My friend had her bikini line. I've had it happen. My bikini line bruised so badly. So you're like, oh, I'm going to go get waxed before I go to the beach. And then you have a terrible bruise on your bikini line. Not exactly. Like you would have just been better off with the hair. I mean, right. <laughs> like, right. it's like a big old ugly bruise right on your coochie line, basically, on the side coochie. Well, of so. course, we all now. I'm sure there are some situations where it's noticeable. But like, you know, I worry so much when I go to the beach or something that like, I have to get everything just right so that, you know. No one's looking. Yeah, I don't look at anybody else's. I was a swimmer. I wasn't like, and I, so and I swam for a long time and I swam in really awkward times, you know, when I was younger, through puberty and high school. I'm not analyzing anybody else's. No, right. You were doing it to yourself, but we all did. And we were doing that too. We're like, if I bend over, am I, do I have like some stray crap going on? (laughs) Do I need to, and I mean, we used to shave like everything. Right. Because we didn't want to take a chance that yeah. some hair that 
is supposed to be there. It, it just means we've hit puberty. I mean, <laughs> right. It's it's okay. But it's like shameful. It is shameful. And actually, and we did, we had a special needs program at my high school. And some of the girls who swim with us would have like a situation and we'd help them like, we'd like, hey, just like go like this with your bathing suit and like help them tuck it in, you know, because we didn't want them to be embarrassed or shamed or somebody talk trash about them because then I would have had to kill somebody. I mean, right. but it, it was, right? Because like we wouldn't do it. We didn't want them to have it and... Right. right. Like, but, but again, why we all have, you know, once you've hit puberty, most people have pubic hair. I mean, it's of just, course. it's just, it's That's just what happens. Right. And so we're not saying you have to have like seventies bush, but like do whatever again, do you. And why is it not normal? You do you. Okay. So what brought this to so the heels and lines heels right. and then me telling her to go ahead and <laughs> ice her feet, um, <laughs> you know, Heels. So what she brought up was she, um, you know, heels are professional, right? And what we've loved lately is their new er, that Ernst and Young um, debacle. And one of the things they do mention is like he uh, footwear for women and whatnot. And and she said she had worn a pair of sneakers to a conference, and she said people looked at her like she had lost her mind, right? Like, oh, how could you possibly come to a conference in sneakers? Well, I do feel like. It's, they're almost like a status thing, right? That's right. Like I feel more feminine and more professional when I'm wearing heels, mm-hmm. but that doesn't happen very often. And also, um, I'm probably actually less effective. <laughs> so funny. And you know what's funny? Like um, I, when we both spoke at the conference separate, you know, we spoke two different years. I, per, I wore flats. Right. And part of why I wore flats was because I thought if I walk on that stage... And fall because I'm wearing heels that I'm not used to because I yeah. think that this is more professional. Well, guess what looks less professional? Falling. Falling off a damn stage in front of 200 people. <laughs> Indeed. And so I just trotted up with my dead flats, I mean dead flat sandals, and sat there and had a conversation. I don't think anybody probably ever cared what I was wearing on my feet. No. I mean, you know. And so it was just funny that, you know, she said, like, she could see people, like, look down at her feet and be like... And, you know, because I think she's a small in stature, they probably thought, well, you know, you'd be taller if you wore heels. Right. Well, yeah, and I'd yeah, also be who, uncomfortable. Right. Who and, needs to be taller? Like, right. Well, and then, and then another thing she mentioned was, you know, like men's footwear being a lot more versatile. Yeah. And so men have like three pairs of shoes. They have flip-flops, they have work shoes, and they have sneakers. I mean... <laughs> I catch so much hell from Shane for the number of shoes that I have. Oh, and of course, my father-in-law who helped us move recently was commenting on my number of bras. That was a fun conversation. Fun. Thanks, really, Kevin. Right. Really um, fun. <laughs> it's a conversation everybody wants to but have. But like, so because of the way that our, in our, like, <laughs> the way things are, like, we have to have all these different options for all these different things. Right. Men have way fewer needs. Yeah, just there's way different a black pair of need. shoes and a brown pair of shoes. I mean, some sneakers. And we don't necessarily have to, we don't really necessarily have to either, but once again, it's something that we have. It's a construct either other of ourselves or society or both or a lot or, or our peers. It, it, it's a lot of things that have made us But kind of the way that clothes are sold like of course is they're, a little different, right? They're, they're sold also, that's right. Like men, like a boy, a traditional boy outfit has not changed in a hundred years right. for the most part. It's a it's a button down shirt with slacks, a belt, and a tie. Right. And well, none of yeah. those things have catastrophically changed. They've changed, of course. They are their fashion is a little bit different, and you can. But it's not ours. Has gone. 
I mean, ours is all over the place. It well, is different for casual and for not. I mean, and, for, and, there, and also, so there's like big differences and also very subtle difference. Like, so you and I, the two shirts we're wearing today, like I'm wearing a long sleeve t-shirt. You're wearing so a long sleeve t-shirt. You probably couldn't wear that to work. I actually wear this one to work That's a right. lot, but I wouldn't wear it with the yoga pants and yeah. sneakers I'm wearing right, right now. Right. And so there's like, it, it's like, there's like, all this like vast array of different <laughs> yes. options and combinations and this fabric looks okay with this fabric but not that fabric and these shoes but not those shoes and like but if you put a different pair of pants with it then fine those shoes are cool right. like it's very complicated <laughs> it is so complicated <laughs> but it's but we've made it complicated too in well, a way well we didn't make it complicated well, somebody made it complicated somebody made it complicated complicated well so then our heels so here's the medical repercussions you can have joint pain callus calluses and stuff you can have hip and ankle problems, you can shorten your Achilles tendon. That's crazy. Back pain, and then gross ingrown toenails. Yeah. Okay, just for just for wearing heels. Another thing we wear are thongs. Um, <laughs> thongs are one that upset me because partly because without TMI, TMI, I wear one all the time. I don't own a pair of regular underwear. It's just a thing. I've not. I've never. What? Yeah. So the way my butt is. When oh, I, I'm if, just going to settle in. If I wear regular underwear, somehow my butt will munch all of that underwear <laughs> up into the crack. And now I'm wearing 10 yards of crack of, of up my crack instead of just one little line of material up my crack. Like, so the, the size... What did God do to you? I don't know. He really... It's We it's, need to pray about this. I think it's because I don't really believe him. So. <laughs> that's your punishment? That's my punishment. He's like, believe me, and I won't like give you... Why? A, it eats your underwears. <laughs> so that's... Talk about your bad karma. It's really, I don't know what you did in your last life, but... but I, I messed with someone. You did something terrible. So I, many years ago, 20 years ago, decided I'm just not going to wear regular underwear anymore because this is not fun. It doesn't feel good. I've got entire Why? worth of underwear in my butt crack, and I'm not doing it. I didn't know this was a thing. It is a thing. I don't. I literally don't own a regular pair of underwear. And remember, I don't get a period, so I don't have to have period underwear, which is a whole other thing. Sorry, everybody. Um, but wearing a thong, you can transfer colonic a- a bacteria into your vagina and your u- urethra. By the way, this can happen to men too. You can, if you wear a thong, you can transfer bacteria into your urethra. Um, it causes infection. It can cause chafing. It can cause like all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's one. That one's a pretty big deal. Yeah, this is a significant moment in our friendship. It's a, it's like a, it's like a highway know. of bacteria. You didn't what? I, I feel didn't like know. it's not a secret. Well, yeah, we just don't have talk you never about- seen. I have a huge butt. Have you never? You've never seen underwear lines. Well, have, I also wasn't looking. You should be looking. It's a. <laughs> I have a really nice butt. Like, I mean, I'm kind of upset you haven't looked at my I'm butt. Really. Well, I haven't not looked at it. I just haven't made a special. I would effort. like you to analyze it next time I walk away from <laughs> you. I'm just saying. Like, I, what yeah. is it? I hate to see her go, but I'd love to watch her leave. I, I'd, I'd love, love to watch to, her walk or walk away. <laughs> I'd love for that to happen between us. Now that I don't know why you didn't know that. Everybody makes fun of me for this. By the way, actually, a lot of most of my friends are like, "Oh my god," you know. Like, I mean, I'm fine with it. I guess I just feel a little bad for you because, like, there's nothing to me, and I guess this is probably goes back to my boob stuff uh-huh. like there's nothing like putting on like a good sports bra like and like there's nothing like coming home and like like putting on like comfy underwear and like uh, no i okay so i'm also a non-underwear wearer i have to go commando all right so it's a whole nother i don't know does that 
So for me, so taking off the bra and underwear are very liberating. Like, sure. Well, we're course. like naked house, right? So it's like nobody should ever swing by our house without warning because one or both of us is in a state of undress that's inappropriate for guests. Yeah, I will say. So one time and only one time we dropped by Katrina and Donnie's house um, without like proper warning. Talk, yeah. And Don, uh, Shane was like, what if they're asleep? And I was like, yeah, I'm more concerned that Donnie's going to answer the door naked, actually. <laughs> that is a valid concern. <laughs> most, most valid. Absolutely. And it turned out you were asleep, which was yeah, it weird. Was very weird because yeah. you're never asleep past Abs- when. Yeah, I don't I'm- ever sleep anyway, but so like it is. But yeah, so that's a thing. So I'm a non-wearer of underwear. I don't ever want to put on a comfortable pair of underwear. I want to take it off. Right. Right. No, I'm with... I'm. You're not sort with me, with but you. it's okay. I've got empathy for you. I wish you could wear like, comfortable underwear. I just don't want to. It'll munch my comfortable underwear, too. No, that's and what I mean. I'm saying I wish you didn't have the, the, butt, the munch. butt munching problem. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were more free. <laughs> I, well, I'm free. When you're commando, you're free. Mitch is dying right it's now. Poor <laughs> I would feel sorry for him, but I don't. He's fine. Okay, so... So of course I had to look up some research stuff. <laughs> so we're talking about the all the stuff that we strive for to make ourselves what what we think is more beautiful. Um, researchers at Oklahoma State University found that women with malleable beliefs about beauty, for instance, believing they could become more beautiful with effort, had a higher risk for appearance-related anxiety. That checks all the boxes. That tracks. Sure. Yeah, uh, and were more likely to base their self worth on their looks. As compared with those who have fixed beauty beliefs, they were also more likely to express interest in cosmetic surgery. Um, the effects were not found among men. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Whether a malleable belief is beneficial or not may depend on how realistic the pursuit is. Beauty ideals typically presented in media images, young, thin, and photoshopped to be flawless, and unattainable are unattainable for most women. Prior research has shown that malleable beliefs increase motivation which is good if we're talking about being motivated to stay in school or improve one's math skills, says study co-author Melissa Berkeley. And we'll, we'll put where all this information is from up on the website. Um, so Berkeley is a professor of social psychology. But when the domain is as unrealistic as the beauty standards we have for women today, increasing motivation may lead to harmful behaviors. Well, it's, it's, so it's something that because I have a lot of young women in, in my life and, you know, and I've been a coach and like, it's a thing, body image issue stuff. And we've talked about this before and it's a big deal for me. And it's a big deal for me to try to, you know, with my nieces and everything, trying to get them kind of away from that stuff. And and one of the things, and when I was reading about this and like kind of looking at after, like inline really got me jazzed up and I'm like looking at stuff and everything. And somebody was like, think about all these celebrities who get all this plastic surgery and do all the Botox and all that stuff, which again, Listen, if that's if you have the money, the resource, and the need to do it, then do it. I, I'm not. Well, it's kind of your business. That's right? your business, and I'm not going to begrudge you that. But they're and then they f- still use filters and Photoshop, right? So, what is that like? Like, think about that, girls. Like, think about what you're what you're striving for and what is being taken to attain that. Um, because if even these celebrities who are rich and beautiful and have all this money to fix themselves, quote unquote, they're still using filters. And they're like, still, they still aren't achieving. They're still not achieving yeah. what their main goal is. And I mean, I'm, that's devastatingly sad to me. Um, 
And so that's my only, that's yeah. one of my cautions for it. Like, just remember who, and we talk about this in mentor stuff and like, be careful who you're modeling yourself after and why right. you're modeling yourself after them. Um, because in the day of YouTube sensations and all of these things, you're really not setting yourself apart at all. Right. These things aren't, aren't making you be the next whoever. Like, you all look, you're all doing that. You're not unique anymore. And just, and, and again, if, I mean, fine. If that's what you want to do, fine. But like, just make sure you know why you're doing it. And, you right. know, and like, like I, I wear a thong for my personal, <laughs> you all know. All back to the thong. <laughs> <laughs> I also wax my eyebrows or whatever for myself. I don't really care what you think about my eyebrows, to be honest with you. Um, it's because I don't enjoy looking at myself with a unibrow. You know, as long as you're, you know why you're doing it. I don't even care really if you're doing it for somebody else. As long as you're like aware, I don't love it. Like I'd rather you not. I want you to do it for yourself. But if you're doing it for someone else, then at least kind of. Well, and I think what this study suggests is that like, so if you're doing it as a form of self-expression or as a way to exist more effectively in your workplace or something like that, that's one thing. But chasing some unrealistic standard, which is what our society sets up for us. Yeah. But is very as a kind of a Don Quixote yeah. <laughs> kind of pursuit, and and if you are pursuing that so hard, that I mean that is not going to bring you happiness, and it's not going to make you a more well-rounded person. You know, so it's interesting that the study says you know if you sit around thinking about like I want to be smarter, I want to be more generous, I want to mm-hmm. be so thinking about these things does lead to positive change, right? That's not what happens not when you sit around thinking works. about how right. you want to look at the lady on the front of the magazine. Well, you know, you talked about like professionalism and we talked about it with heels and all that. And I was talking to my friend about something. We were actually on the way to funeral and she's like, yeah, I straighten my hair for work because it's just the feeling I get that my curly hair is deemed unprofessional. And yeah. I'm like, that's bullshit. Why? You know, like I was so pissed about it. But like I kind of understood what she was saying too. And, well, it's sad though, right? Cause, and then I was yeah. like, but I st- I was pissed. I was outraged. I was like, I wouldn't do it. But also, you know, she like makes a lot of money at a really good job at a big company. And so if that's like what makes her feel like she can walk in that door and kick ass, then fine. Then totally fine. But I wish we lived in a society where, you know, it's like all the different like crayons, right? right. Like, because it's cool. To me, They're when someone embraces <laughs> the, so like we're talking about how you and I are so subjective and we're so different and like... I think if everybody could, in a healthy, good way, embrace the things about themselves that they want to highlight that make them unique and special, and like everybody is just kind of beautiful in their own way, what a what a better right. world to live in. That well, would like be. and again, when when did her natural curly hair become, become a problem? Yeah. yeah, and like I mean, it's like when we're kids, you know, we always want what we don't have. Like we want right. curly hair if we have straight hair. We want straight hair if we have curly hair. You know, um, everybody wants to be blonde, but you know, like, well, yeah, you know. Where does it even come from? Like, why Why well, did I want curly hair? I don't even know why I wanted curly hair. Right. Like, well, an added problem on all of this is that kind of what this says is there's a right way to be beautiful. Yeah. And and a lot of that, it's, it's uh, what society's saying is is not like African-American hair, right? That's or right. Bl- if black you're, people hair. Yeah. Um, it's not... What else is it not? It's not a lot of things. It's yeah. not any skin color other than, unfortunately, the one that 
I have. Right. Um, it's like society says well, there's one. it's not unfortunate. One... That's how you were born. Right. But what like, I'm like, yeah. And well. it's society like <laughs> yeah. pitting you unwillingly against some other, you know, skin color. Well, not to uh, mention, by the way, different weights and different right. heights and different, like, there's not one right way to be beautiful. Well, and and until we figure that out and realize that, I think the main problem is people deciding that what they think is beautiful is what is, is what everything what is, is beautiful, beautiful and what right. everyone thinks is beautiful. Right. And until we can get past that and just appreciate what we appreciate, then... Well, and it is. I mean, and it, you're constantly, people are... Um, discriminated against because of their size, yeah. because of their stature, because of a lot of things. It's like, unless your job actually requires you to be a certain size, it doesn't matter. Anne right. Line talked about, because she's a very small blonde, people think she's a stupid little mouse. Right. Because she's a tiny little blonde, and she's a Absolutely. cute. Absolutely. And she's so cute, and she's so, you know. By the way, she is so cute. But she's also a bad Why? Yeah. And those you know, things are not mutually exclusive. Exactly. And so, you know, that kind of thing and like those opinions and like you said, if it's just because you think it's beautiful, oh, well, okay, then it must be. And everybody now has to subscribe to that theory. Right. You know, well, mm, you know, it's just, it's just kind of interesting. And like, you know, when she and I talked about this, I was really jazzed and I really thought about it. And I, I'm like, yeah, when did natural hair become taboo? And when did yeah, God, the we hair start thing doing is this? Such and a when thing. did, like, what is going People on? Get so, because when you say curly hair, that's one thing. But I think... Um, like leg hair. We grow leg hair. We well, grow armpit hair. Well, but like, I think about, like, black women who have this totally different texture to their hair. And, like, right. and either then they people get, are crappy about it or they want to touch it. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not yours to touch. No, just, like, leave, stop. Just yeah. stop. There's no reason. <laughs> it's hair. Leave it alone. Like... Yeah. It, it's interesting. So people, people are exhausting. Yes, and just if you you can do whatever it is that you want to do, just make sure you know why you're doing it. it. That's all I ask. Honestly, I don't even care if I. I mean, I'd rather you do it because it's for yourself. But if you're making yourself what you call beauty for somebody else, I mean, as long as you're aware of why, I, I'm better with it. I think that's a stepping stone. At least knowing why you're doing it and for whom, and maybe try embracing. What you have. But, yeah, what's What you've been given. You. And I mean, because you are, what you exude is much better than... I and mean. I, Yeah, I think what do be like part of developing as a human. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we're recording this the same day as we recorded um, an episode on mentorship with Kim Loth. And, um, you know, she was saying part of growing up is figuring out what your values are. Like mm-hmm. what what values matter to you and how you let that govern your life. And this is kind of just another yep. part of that. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so you got anything else? Um, uh, I have a Mitchell. Do you have a, do you have any, um, insights on? Do you yeah, have, I got some things to say. Do, do you? First does off. Your wait, do you want to munch your underwears too? Also, no, it's, it's usually, you, I do have a problem. What is that? Those are, those Anne are Anne Anne's boots. boots. Those are really nice boots. It's, they look right? horribly uncomfortable. Uh, yes. That was the point of what we right. talked about. Did you listen to the episode? <laughs> oh no, I was coloring. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, so that was the whole point of this episode. No, no, no. I, I've often talked to uh, women. It's and I, it may be weird, uh, but sometimes I'll I'll use high heels as a an approach to introduce myself when I'm like, I don't know how you guys walk upstairs in those every day. Um, we don't always successfully. No, I've fallen I mean, down like, many a staircase. If I'm following someone up the stairs, I'm I'm usually in awe, like because I've worn high heels before 
and they're not comfortable and they're not easy to maneuver. <laughs> Rin is shaking her head at the I've worn high heels before. I love I wasn't shaking my head. I was kind of like startled. Like <laughs> it's a visual, right? Do you have a picture of that? Uh, I'm, I'm sure maybe somewhere. I'd love to see. Was it, it for fun like a Tuesday or was it, was it for, for Halloween? <laughs> Perfect. Even better. Rin is Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, once was for Halloween and once was for uh, Tuesday. Uh, some, yeah, it was perfect. Just for the hell. It was of fine. It. it was just Tuesday. Um, and you felt like wearing heels and feeling beautiful. Yeah, no, whatever. Um, I'm all about it. I'm fine. If you want to wear some damn heels, you but watch the, them. The underwear thing is is definitely an issue for guys as well. Uh, I sure. mean, it is, we've got the boxers, we've got the boxer briefs, and then got we've got tidy the briefs, whities, yeah, and and none of them really do what they should all do. Um, I agree with that. St- <laughs> it's it's so I bought for instance I bought some underwear just before I left for vacation. Sure, sure, yeah. I bought some brand new boxer briefs. They looked great. No, not so much. They were just kind of stretched out down there, so it was like a trampoline for my dangly bits instead of like having the support that I needed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it wasn't great. I could imagine. Like that sounds awful, by the way. So it's like if you if you have like bigger thighs and a bigger butt or something. And yeah, it there's fits no thigh there, gap It's here. not. There's no. Yeah. There's no thigh gap in the studio. So if We're I, fine. If, if I've got the support right, from the front, tiny whities, you can't breathe. Right. If I've got the tiny whities, then I'm good. But then my thighs are rubbing together and right. chafing You're there chafing, right. because our, we can't pull our pants all the way up. You know what I mean? Like, so yes, when, I, yes, yeah. So like, we have to have that area of there's a little bit of freedom. Give. Sure, you have dangly bits where as you our said. thighs. Have, can rub yeah. together and then you end up chafing. But then boxers, there's no support whatsoever. So right. you're just slapping around in there, beating them to death between the legs. It's like a pendulum <laughs> in the temple of doom, just going back and forth, bouncing off. Like of a there. ping pong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, As sweet, you get real sweaty, Moses. it turns into like bat wings, you know. <laughs> I do. Here's the thing. What I will say. It's it's almost nice to hear that guys actually suffer from some mal- mal- uh, wardrobe malfunctions and have a little bit of discomfort because sometimes it really oh. does feel... And I mean, look, let's face it, we do have more things. Yeah. But men still do wear heels and men still have underwear situations. Yeah. You guys still do wax. No, um, and it gets sweaty down there, too. I mean, there's a... It gets sweaty for us too. I'm it's sure not, that's not exclusive. But that's but what I'm saying. Yes. Like then things start sticking to the sides of other things, and it's it's a whole, it's a situation. whole situation. It's a Jacob's ladder <laughs> situation down there. Uh, Rin's dying. Everybody, I've just, I've just checked I'm, out. I'm fine. I love it. At the same time, I trim my armpit hair. Yeah, and I I trim downstairs as well, and a lot of that is just for comfort. Sure. I, I mean, yeah, and for like so, stinking, why? Like, yeah, the more, absolutely. Like, I sweat a lot, yeah, so I, I do that stink so and, that I. Yeah. I mean, it's more comfortable for me. Sure. It's not like I'm doing it for anyone else. Right. I don't have. Che- I have chest hair, but I wouldn't feel like I. Some people are into chest hair. Yeah. Some people aren't. That's not why I have it. It's not why I don't shave uh, yeah, it. Yeah, you know yours is not I mean? offensively it's just like gross. There. It, like you don't have a big carpet. Like it's not right. But yeah. but y'all, it means if, you've hit puberty. You know, like chest right, hair is right. natural. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like we do have more Rin's options. Dying. As I'm far just, as I'm just practicing act, active listening. Have and, you seen? And not I have do you it seen for comfort. Like 40 year old virgin when he yeah. he waxes and you know he yeah. does that for that is for real. Yes, and yeah, like you saw yes. him bleed by yeah. the way. And like it's not just a girl thing. And guys like so it's like sure sure and yeah, I, yeah. When I was younger, I, I I liked a guy with long hair and no body hair. Because I was young and I was stupid and like, you know, I still liked a guy that looked a little bit like a chick, I guess. And now I'm like, oh, like if you didn't have body hair, I'd be really, really weirded out. And I'd also like ask for your identification. Like, but we get you know? to do it again 
out of comfort or choice sure. rather than expectation. Yes. It's more unusual for us to do that. But I think a lot of guys do. I think guys are worried about their back hair and their chest hair yes. and they trim they a are. lot and trim their whole bodies. Donnie trims, you trim, I think Shane probably trims. Shane I mean, probably trims. And I it's don't. like, you know, we just don't <laughs> How do you not know, Rand? <laughs> yeah. So how do you have the hibbity dibbity and not know if your partner trims or not? I just all... I don't think Shane wants to be talking Come about on. his practices. Well he doesn't we don't need to know where he trims. Yeah, I mean yeah. just but most guys do and most guys get like they're like they gotta like shave and like some like guys who like work out a lot and stuff who are a little yeah. bit more into their appearance will trim and do mm-hmm. more. And and it's all and, and you know, yeah, it's is it for yourself? Is it because you think someone else likes it? Right. And like, like that. But I, I think that you guys, way, you have way more painful stuff. And, and guys, we have ways around it that function but are less painful. Yeah, like I you guess. guys being able to take an electric razor to take it down a notch. Right. And then not have to be baby bick smooth. Right. Absolutely. Is already a step but in the, you know. I, I You know, in my, all of my dating... I've uh, all the girls that I've been intimate with, or like I like to give leg massages or rub the calves and feet massages, stuff like that. And like I'll go reach down there to start doing that, and they're like, "Yo, yo, yo, calm down!" I like don't it's do that. Winter. I, I had, yeah, it's winter, and I'm like, I don't care. That like, is that's love. Fine. That's refreshing. Like I'm not upset by the fact that you grow hair and haven't done it. It's so do you, you know, think as long as it's not cutting my hands, right. then it's fine. Like, uh, I mean, how far? Like, what there's if, a, a day or two in there where I'm like, I'm not touching you because you feel like a porcupine. But you yeah, know, once, once you get past up that, a little. yeah, yeah, let's <laughs> let it, let's let it get a little softer. But so, do you think that's so? Shane's a little bit like that too. Do you think that's unique to you, or do you think that we have higher expectations for, for ourselves? What, what, what is, you? Yeah. yeah, I think that you have higher expectations. I mean, if we're being real, like, like we think you want perfectly shaped legs, where you guys are going to be grossed out. Yeah, no, and you guys I are kind of like, I don't really care. If we're getting access to that, then we're just we're going to be happy be for the most part. For the most part, yeah. And if not, then you're a Why? kid. Like, okay. I mean, I'm fine with that. In, in right all now. seriousness, like, get over it. It's just hair. Like, you touch it every day. Yeah. Like, just because it's on a woman doesn't make it grosser. Right. More gross. <laughs> Whatever. I like that mess. Whatever. Also, I'd like to give a big shout out to Vinica for giving you a haircut that you feel comfortable letting down and I showing off to it's the world. It's literally too short to put up. So. Way to go, Vinica. Nailed it. Back to the beauty in Vinica. Yeah. Um, and so, like Vinica does say, though, you know, we're, we're be- everybody's beautiful. Just sometimes you need some pledge. Just make yeah. sure you know why you're pledging. Well, Vinica, if you listen to this one, I just want you to know that... We both got our hair cut short before between now and the last time we saw Mitch, and he's so focused on your artistic ways that he noticed Katrina's, but not mine, even though mine's actually shorter. Uh, you know, it's true. But you had less cut. No, actually, I didn't. I, I, well, no, I had like eight inches. Don't cut. agree with him. I'm Just sorry. Agree with me. It's right. She's right. You should have noticed. That was a why. You know move. what? Here's the other thing I'll say <laughs> is that I don't mind people doing stuff. Uh, you know, to themselves to make themselves feel better if that's what does it, if they feel better about themselves. But the Instagram 
and the yeah. Snapchat filters. And Why? Got to stop because yeah. it, you're not helping yourself at all. You're setting yourself up for disappointment. And I'm, I mean that specifically with online dating. Like I'm going through them like, nope, your face glows. Nope, your face glows. Right. Because when I meet you in person, your face doesn't look like that. You have wrinkles and you have lines and you have all these, you have definition to your face. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. I, I don't want you to look like you don't have definition in your face. You mm-hmm. shouldn't look like a cartoon character, but I see that so much with these filters and people like leaning into them. A little Photoshop here and there is fine. Like if you really got to, I use Photoshop daily, but it's more to illuminate the photo itself, the overall photo. Not I'm not going in and whitening, whitening my teeth. I don't feel like that's a accurate representation of myself and if i'm putting that out there on social media i don't want people to see something that's not me and then see me and hang out with me and be like yo man like did you just dunk your teeth in some coffee before you came or what you know i mean that's that's kind of how i felt that's how a voice kind of felt like i never wanted to be like you know when somebody doesn't wear makeup after when they always wear makeup Mm -hmm. and they're like oh god who died yeah oh no it's just sunday and i don't wear makeup sunday and they're like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I've had. I didn't I mean, realize how much makeup you actually wore until right. this moment. And I think part of me never just wanted to. I didn't ever really want to shock somebody about my true appearance. Right. I'm like, I'm just going <laughs> to give it to you. Like, you're just going to be shocked daily instead of being so alarmed at <laughs> the wrong moment. Well, to be fair, you're probably often using Photoshop to sell a product. In your like, well, even yeah. even if somebody hands me their wedding photos and says yeah. the photographer was garbage, will you please re-edit these? Yours sure. did not, but I have had that happen a couple times yeah. where somebody's been like, "Yo, can Hers, you fix these?" And she, I go in, and it's it's not about fixing faces or blemishes yeah, it, or it, anything like, like that. Fixing a lighting problem. Yeah. Well, she had not only an amazing photographer, Danny, but, but she's good at editing. But also. Too. Ren and Shane are kind of perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and I guess <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the difference is like <laughs> make yourself look beautiful to yourself in the mirror. Yeah. In person. Don't make yourself look beautiful in a fictional world where you're posting it online. That's not it's not helping well, because yeah. you're not that person. That's not you. Well, you know what I mean? And then you're feeding into the whole this isn't a reality and other people are then comparing themselves to that and it's just a yucky circle. Well, right, little, absolutely. And it gets a little like transmorphic, right? Like where which even to people when they're seeing themselves in and that go through all these extreme and you can look up like the extreme plastic surgery people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they have gotten so in their head that all they can see is the imperfections yeah. that it becomes actually deadly. And oh, yeah. it's it's terrifying because, I mean, they don't even look human anymore. Yeah. Also, let me clarify. The cute little Snapchat filters with the horns or the oh, little or noses like a, or ears Yeah, like or a little like dog. That. That's yeah, not yeah. what we're talking about. No, no, no. About. I'm talking about the ones that are like makeup, <laughs> flattening you. your face and smoothing and lightening. Those, the little beauty makeover ones, like they're... <laughs> They're so bad. Also, more subtle, stop. more dangerous. Yeah. Also, I've seen this a lot, and it's driving me crazy on the uh, inter- the online dating sites. Stop putting the ones of you with the little deer nose. Like, stop it. Stop. Why are you doing that? I'm sorry. That was just a little rant, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's all I'll say. Yeah. But like, dude, You're not going to pull Mitch Wheeler with a little fawn nose. No, come on. Like, I don't need to know what you look like as a deer. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why? a selling point for how I'm going to... Oh, wow. Well, 
Maybe, I was maybe. I was really not sure on this, but then I saw what she would look like with a little bow and a deer but, nose. I mean, but then role play stuff, like you'll know what that... All right. I don't know okay. what you're doing. <laughs> Speaking of centaur porn. I'm trying to what really... What the what? I'm trying to really make this happen. I really like when you two don't get along. It's fun. I, I think that <laughs> my my bottom line is is do you, but make sure that, like you you were saying, do it for yourself, not for others. And not for the internet. Yeah. Do it for you. Yep. Yep. Right. All right. Well, Anline, thank you again for the wonderful recommendation and those killer boots. Um, and uh, we think you're a miracle. We again. think you're a miracle. I love it. I'm just. I'm. I'm, I'm a big fan. Ren's a big fan. What are we? What are we? What are we playing here? Oh. <laughs> this really How in what way is this related? I was thinking to the Alicia Cara side. Yeah, you know it'll work. But Jesus does love all the little children. Does he though? What does that have red to do? Red and yellow, black and white. <laughs> Everything is beautiful, Rand. Gentle Moses. I don't even Gentle know. Gentle Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the Dan- Danish in that phrase. Gentle. Anline, I'm sorry we're ending this episode like this. I know. It's it's (laughs) out of our control. (laughs) We don't know how to use the little board thing, and it's just, it's devastating. He's in charge of that. Um, All right. Well, on that, uh, find us at thatotherfword.com and everywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you subscribe and like us. (laughs) Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram, that other Ford part. Did you already say that? I okay, don't know guys. anymore. Okay. Find us, um, find us everywhere. Remember and always remember what Jesus says. Feminism, Feminism isn't, isn't a bad word. word. There is none so blind as he who will not see. We must not close our minds. We must let our thoughts be free. Jesus loves the little children? I don't remember it starting off that way. I thought it started off with him saying, Everything is beautiful. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's hilarious now. <laughs> is, this a, is this the one? No, it was Everything is Beautiful oh. by Jim Neighbors, who played Gomer Powell and has the voice of an angel. <laughs>